Hello all, my name is Brittany and this is the Exposing Grief Podcast where I continue to remove that stigma of grief and expose it for what it truly is, which is that natural and healthy way of living and loving. I'll also be adding a little bit of a twist. So this podcast will expose the work behind honoring your grief journey, showing you the real hardships and the unbelievable beauty that grief can bring. I'm thrilled to have you here. So let's get to ending the grief stigma and beginning to build hope. Hello and welcome back, my Exposing Grief listeners. So the Exposing Grief podcast is about six months old. And up to this point, we've covered a lot of different topics related to grief. Thank you to my all of my incredible guests. In this time, we've also briefly mentioned a lot of different grief topics throughout the episodes that deserve to have more time given to them. And since March is kind of the marker of the half birthday of this podcast... I wanted to take this month to dive into and really talk about some of the topics that have come up time and time again in previous episodes. So we'll talk about the ideas of sitting with grief, holding space for grief, and ambiguous loss. And for this week, I want to talk about this idea of the permission to grieve. Now, if you go, gosh, I've, I think I've heard that term before. Where have I heard that? It's probably here because your girl says it a lot. (laughs) It's come up a lot in conversations with my guests and I communicate it to my clients all the time. This idea of giving you the permission to grieve. But what does that really mean? Does it mean that we're not allowed to grieve unless someone says it's okay? Uh, absolutely not. But it sure feels that way, doesn't it? It feels that way of unless someone tells me it is okay for me to have my grief, Oftentimes we feel like we need to mute that. And I've also talked about that a lot of having to mute our grief. So that goes hand in hand with this permission to grieve. So I want you to take a minute to think about how grief fits within the society. Just as a whole. Is it accepted and welcomed with open arms in this society? Does society as a whole encourage you to grieve in a fashion and at a pace that feels true to you? Or does it have a tendency to put a timeline on grief? Do you feel restricted by how and when you grieve? Can grief be seen as an uncomfortable response to an inevitable part of life? Now on a smaller scale, I want you to take some time to think about how grief fits within your family and friends, within your circle. Is it accepted and welcomed? Do they encourage you to grieve in a fashion and at a pace that feels true to you? Is there a timeline being projected onto you for your grief? Do you feel like you're actually given the space and the encouragement to honor your grief journey? Now, I realize everyone's experience looks different. And if your answers to these questions are positive, that is amazing. I am so incredibly happy to hear you've had a welcoming and encouraging experience throughout your grief journey. And I hope that stays for you. Truly, I do. Unfortunately, the majority of us experience a more restricted and judged experience around grief, which then results in feelings of isolation and thoughts around whether or not we're going crazy. I've sat with many clients that go, does this make me sound crazy? Does this mean I'm weird? Because of this common experience, you may be left feeling like you need permission, aka you're not able to grieve until someone says it's okay. 
So when we talk about having the permission to grieve on this podcast, or when I give, and I say that in air quotes, right? When I give my clients the permission to grieve, all I'm doing is validating the experience and reminding you as listeners and my clients that it's okay to have this natural human response. I also communicate it as a way to encourage and motivate you to do this thing called grief in a way that makes sense to you, not in a way that everyone else is expecting or asking you to, not in a way that makes everyone else comfortable, right? So this permission to grieve is giving you the space to do grief in your own way without anybody else's say, which can be hard. In addition to the barrier societies may place upon your grief journey, it's also not uncommon for grief to be neglected to, due to it feeling like it's a selfish process. Now, I mentioned this and briefly talked about it last month in the very first episode for February, talking about self-care and affirmations. If you haven't heard it, be sure to go back and listen to it. But grief can feel like a selfish process, and that can inhibit us from allowing ourselves and giving ourselves the permission to grieve. So I want you to take a minute and explore this question. In response to what you're experiencing within your grief, have you ever thought to yourself, I feel so selfish, or that sounds so selfish of me? If you are nodding yes and thinking I've had those exact thoughts, please know you are not alone. More often than not, the individuals I sit with and guide through their grief journey communicate this feeling of selfishness at some point in their process, sometimes multiple times throughout their process. Grief if you want to do it in a healthy manner, requires you to give it a lot of attention. And with that, I encourage my clients, and I will do the same for you, to look at grief as not a selfish process, but rather a self-focused process. How is this different? Great question. In a typical therapeutic fashion, I will actually place this question back on you with an exercise. So grab a pen and paper if you're able. If not, pause the episode, come back to it, or just listen, whatever you need to do. But grab a pen and paper so you can explore these two questions. I first want you to define selfishness. When you think about selfishness as a concept or a behavior, what does that mean? Not how the dictionary defines it. How do you define it? How do you make sense of it? I then want you to define the concept of self-focus. What does it mean to you? How do you make sense of the idea of being self-focused? Now, I encourage you to step away. Take some time in between from when you define selfishness and when you define self-focus. This will allow you to explore each with a clear lens, one that's not fogged over by the other definition. And then once you have these defined, I encourage you to look at the differences. Hopefully there are some. And my hope is that you find being self-focused fits more comfortably within your grief than selfishness because you deserve to grieve. So from here on out, whenever you hear the phrase permission to grieve, whether that's on this podcast or you use it yourself or you hear someone else use it, I want you to use the reframe of validation around your natural human response. So permission to grieve equals validating your natural human response to an inevitable part of life. And whenever you have the thought of I'm being so selfish or that sounds so selfish of me, I encourage you to remember grief is not a selfish process, but rather it's a self-focused process. 
If you need or would like further guidance around this common experience in grief, please don't hesitate to reach out. My email and contact information is always below in the show notes. And if you resonated with this episode, as always, please share it so it reaches those who also need this message in their life. And lastly, don't forget to tune into the rest of this month as we will be diving deeper into some of the other common topics that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that have come up in previous episodes. So next week, we will be talking about ambiguous or living losses. But until then, let's continue removing the grief stigma one episode at a time. We'll chat soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Exposing Grief. I want you to know that you are playing an important part in removing that stigma of grief and in turn creating a world where expression of love for our living and deceased loved ones is acceptable and welcomed. For that, I am forever grateful to you. If you resonated with this episode today, please share it with someone you believe would benefit or I welcome any and all reviews so it's easier for others who need this hope in their life to find me. Here's to honoring your grief journey and empowering others to do the same. Until next time.